Welcome back to the 12 Sided Guys. We have Matt as Pine. Ahoy hoy! Scott as Roos. That's me. Jordan as Ebby. Sal, mutations. Sal, Sal, mutations. <laughs> Sabrina as Nari. Hey there. Me, Paul, as 1996 best SNES game according to Electronic Gaming Monthly and the big dog himself, Nintendo Power. Mm. And we have Trevor as Kairu. I've been here the whole time. <laughs> Thanks for coming along with us on our exciting adventures. If you want more, then go check out our Patreon for maps, wikis, bonus content, etc. And give us a five-star review either online or to your friends. Also, a very exciting announcement. 12-Sided Guys will be at Fanex this year, September 22nd to the 24th. Fanex is in Salt Lake City, so if you live in the Intermountain West or you want to go, start making plans to come and meet us. Anyway, we just finished Chapter 5 of the Crystal Codex campaign, and I think we've earned a little R&R, don't you? Well, I just spent half an hour I over do. at Block... <laughs> <laughs> well, I just spent a half an hour over at Blockbuster perusing the video game aisles, and while I was there, someone actually returned that game we've been trying to rent for weeks. Let's pop it in. Power on. Oh, cool ticking clock pendulum thing we got here. Check it out, dudes. Someone already played it. Let's load up the random saved game. I hope it's a new game plus. (laughs) I'm ready to team up with Gigi and do a lick cut. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay, well, here we go. Listen to this. Oh, Why are you playing the recorder, Paul? I was because literally recorder... just going to say it's not quite as impressive as the recorder, but it is pretty the re- cool. The recorder has like a set amount of notes and I can't get the right key to match up in, in within the scale. So... Hey. Well, then you need to get a better recorder. This is definitely when you need to get your keytar out. <laughs> there you <Yes>. go. <laughs> well, um, well, Nari and the boys, you find yourselves in a forest. There is kind of fog blowing in. And as you are standing here in this forest, you see straight ahead of you is this massive cathedral. And you don't know how you know this, but the year is 600 AD. And you have come to this cathedral because the queen is missing. As you enter this cathedral, you can see a long uh, procession, a long nave uh, chapel set up with benches on either side and this kind of red carpet that runs all the way up to this altar at the other end. And as you enter, you can see lights on the walls. You can see um, there is some windows on the far side. There's an organ up in kind of the northwest corner. And you can see a few, um, looks like nuns are sitting in some of the pews. And one of them is sitting up at the organ. Um, And here you are in this chapel. Can I just say, I'm so excited for this, guys. (laughs) We're here to find the queen. This doesn't look like Kira's palace at all. (laughs) Oh, man. I just recently played through this with my son. Uh, I'm so excited. Okay. Well, you guys are here. You guys are in the cathedral. 
I think we're here to find the queen. Let's go and talk to these random nuns. Hey, nuns. <laughs> How about some nonsense right here? Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Okay, Pine is going to walk up with Abby. Okay, you guys move up to uh, to these uh, these nuns who are sitting there. Perfect. Nuns, nuns. All right, as you walk up, one of the nuns turns to you and says, We want nothing but world peace. Or a piece of the world. Teehee. <laughs> that sounded sinister. <laughs> Wait a <laughs> second. Very different things. That's right, mildly another... off-putting. <laughs> one of the other nuns turns around and looks at you and says, you might want to stick around for the organ recital. It's a real killer. <laughs> oh, man. Wait a second. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> I, I think I'm getting what they're putting down. Well, people wouldn't know what to do with themselves in a truly peaceful world. My, what delicious, er, I mean, delightful-looking humans. Hey, I'm the only <laughs> human in here. And cat people things, and robot. <laughs> and really tall lady. I'm Menorese. <laughs> and then the the last one looks up at you guys. Oh, it, oh dear! It looks like you could use some food and and a place to rest. Um, make a perception check. Ooh. Pine continuing the mediocre rolls. Thirteen. Well, Ebby will see your thirteen and give you an eleven. Nari rolled a twenty-one. Roos got a twenty-six. Jeez. All right. Well, Nari and Rusa, you guys are kind of walking around these very awkward nuns who are sitting here just kind of watching you. Um, both of you at the same time see a little glint of something sparkling right at the base of the altar at the north end of the chapel. Uh, Nari will try to distance herself from the nuns kind of nonchalantly and walk towards the sparkling object. Okay. So Nari goes up towards the sparkling object. What's everybody else doing? Roos will follow her. Pine will go to one of the nuns and be like, So, uh, you come here often? Abby's going to be right next to Pine. Yeah, um, you see that one of them looks at you and licks her lips. Ooh. All right, um, Nari and Roos, as you guys bend down to look, see what this sparkling thing is, you see what looks like the royal seal of... The castle of Guardia Castle. Isn't that what's called Guardia Castle? Um, yes. You see the yes, royal seal on a little pin here at the base of the altar. And suddenly, all of the nuns stand up and they kind of surround you, but you guys are all kind of spread out. But four of these nuns have kind of walked up to, um, to surround you in a general sense as they clap their hands together and suddenly fire erupts around them and they all are turned into snake women with pink hair and um, pink bikinis and long claws. <laughs> no more snaky bitches. <laughs> more snaky bitches. And they have tongues sticking out. And we are going to roll initiative. I really thought this one was into me. Pine, quick, do fire world. <laughs> All right, Nari rolled a seven. Bruce got an 11. Pine rolled a 16. Um, Ebby rolled a 15 for his initiative, and Amarok rolled an 11. We are here in this cathedral as battle erupts as these snaky bitches come at you. And Pine, it is your turn first. Uh, Pine will say... 
come here often? <laughs> and uh, approach the one that licked his lips at him uh, before she turned into the snake. And he's going to draw his sword and gonna go ahead and take a couple strikes. Okay, let's see what a level nine pine can do. Well, he can roll a 22. That's amazing, that's a hit. With 11 damage. Okay. Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury. And do two additional little swipes for an additional, ooh, max damage, 16 more damage. So that's that's a what? total of 27 damage. Nice. Wow. On the first attack. Okay. Instantly bloodied. Second attack. Um, second attack is a 10. Second attack will miss. That's that's Pine's turn. All right, awesome. It is now Ebby's turn. Ebby, you are still kind of standing back in the uh, in between some of the benches, and um, there is um, a couple of these Naga Ets that are close to you. All right, I am clearly the Luca of this group, <laughs> and gonna go I, use and... your croquet mallet and bonk them on the head. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're the Robo of this group. Well, I would I would be the Robo, but we're not at that part yet. So oh, yeah. shoot. Robo hasn't shown up. Yeah. So I'm going to, you're going to hear a weird and uh, fire is going to shoot out at the Naga Et thing that Pine was fighting. Okay. Um, she that was will... some really solid sound effects though. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Um, she will need to do a DC 13 deck save, which might be really easy, but. Well, no, more. it's not with a natural one. Woo! Oh, Oh, fantastic then. Um, she, oh, wow. And she took um, 12 points of radiant fire damage from wow. my bonus cantrip of inner fire. Yikes. Um, there we go. Is that Ebby's turn? Uh, yes, that'll be his turn. That will bring us now to Amarok. Amarok's turn. Oh, okay. Uh, Amarok will fly up and... Um, go next to Nari and give her the help action on her next attack. Okay. Perfect. Roos, your turn. Roos is going to run up, um, run down. He's at the north part of the room. He's going to run uh, south and west and stand next to Mr. Pine and attack the same Naga, Nagat or whatever. I think, that, aren't they just called Naga in the game? I don't know. In the original Super Nintendo version, they were called Naga hyphen et. Matt... 20. Oh, oh my no. God. Get wrecked. All right. Well, let's just see how much damage you can do for fun. So, eight piercing, two necrotic, 11 sneak. Um, and so, let's. Eight plus 11 plus two is 21. Um, so, you actually did 36 damage, if I'm correct. Yeah, plus five. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. 36 damage. Amazing! This Naga et and then disappears. Cool. She kind of turns kind of purpley and wavy and then disappears. Wait, Quickly where did though. her body go? Yeah, this is gone. It's just Don't totally ask questions. Gone. She turned into experience and gold. <laughs> <laughs> Roos will then uh, take a step um, north towards Nari and um, do his offhand against the other one. Okay, perfect. Yeah, there's three Naga Ets. That one's only a 14 to hit. A 14 will barely miss. This Naga Et manages to get out of the way. And that will bring us now to the Naga Et's turn. Okay, we have Naga Et going for Nari, Naga Et going for Roos, and Naga Et going for Ebi. So, um, Roos, two attacks coming your way. Does a 15 or a 16 hit? 
Um, uh, the 16 will hit. 16 will hit. And that will be um, a bite attack for uh, 11 damage. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to have uh, Squire cut that in half for me. Okay. Um, Nari, two attacks coming your way. We have a 24 or a 12. The 24 will hit. All right. That's going to be the uh, the claw attack, which is actually the weak. Oh, actually, that's the more powerful attack. All right. Okay. That will be 13 damage. Yep. Feeling good. <laughs> and Ebby, we have got... A 19 or a 23. That's Those are both going to hit. Yeah, both of those are going to hit. Okay, Come on, so we half have... plate. Come on. <laughs> We've got 7 damage from the claw and then a bite attack for 11 damage. So a total of 18 damage to Ebby. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And that is their turn. Nari, it is your turn. You've got this one right up in your grill. With All advantage, right. too. I have a giant nature. You do. Amarok is going to give you oh, the help action. Oh, Amarok's helping me. Nice. I forgot about him. He's so small. <laughs> um, yeah, Nari is going to strike out with her axe at this uh, snaky, snaky lady for a 15 to hit. That will barely hit, yes. Oh, roll, roll it with advantage because you might get a crit. I guess that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I did not, but okay. cool. Yeah. Um... So then for damage, we're going to do 10 damage. Okay. Solid 10. Okay, and then I'm going to go in again for another swing, uh, and that's a 14 to hit. That will barely miss. All right. I'm going to use one of my superiority die then and add add it to the roll. So, um, 18. They have a 15 AC. You only needed to get one, and so we're good. And then that is going to do 9 damage. Um, and I am going to use my Axe of the Adjudicator to get her to grovel. So that's a DC 13 wisdom. Okay, well, her wisdom save is not great, uh, which means that she uh, rolled a nine. So she is going to grovel on her next turn. Very nice. good. Okay. And as you guys are fighting off these Naga-ets as they come screeching in at you, suddenly, from the ceiling, Trevor, what happens? Out of the rafters, you see this frog wearing a sage green cloak, jumping down to the floor with a sword in his hand. And he will say, Lower thine god and thou art allowing the enemy in. As he goes and he swipes at the naga that's in front of him there. Nice. The same one that Nari just uh, just made grovel. Perfect. Yes. All right. Make some attacks. I'm so happy right now, guys. <laughs> He's a hero. When Paul sent me this, like, I literally gasped out loud. When he was like, do you know Chrono Trigger? I'm like, literally, that's all I know. <laughs> Wait, that's the game we're playing? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, so swinging uh, my sword, hitting for 20. That will hit. And he has a shield in hand, so he is swinging one-handed here. Okay. And that is 11 slashing. Perfect. Perfect. And he will... Oh, let's see. This is me playing a paladin for the first time ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so he'll swing again here for it, and for 23 to hit. 
That will hit. And 13 damage. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Well, after one round, uh, these Nagaets are uh, looking quite, uh, well, two of them, one of them's dead, one of them's looking quite beat up. All right, back up to the top of the round, we have uh, Pine. Okay, Pine will, seeing the new ally uh, helping out with the Nagaets, um, he'll say, I see we have another a fellow swordsman here. And he's gonna move up next to Ebby and uh, take some swipes at the Nagaet that was uh, facing off against Ebby. Okay, uh, first attack. Is 21 to hit? That'll hit. For only eight. Okay. And second attack was, uh, is only a 13 to hit. And that will miss. Yeah. Well, that, that'll be my turn. I'll just, yeah, I'm saving some spell slots. <laughs> you, you, I think you guys know what's coming. All right, perfect. All right, <laughs> yeah. Ebby, it's your turn. All right, um, Ebby will uh, pull out his uh, pistol, AKA his mana cannon and we'll go ahead and shoot a couple shots at the Naga that's right next to him and Pine. Okay. I always think of Trigun when you do the mana cannon out of your hand. (laughs) I do too, actually. I'm really glad you think about that too. I haven't seen that anime in ages, but yes. Seriously, Bash the Stampede. It's so good. I think of Guts from Berserk. That's what I think of. There's also that. I actually have the image in my head of him pulling the string with his mouth and it like <laughs> dropping his fist down to shoot the gun. Anyway, um, okay. So first attack will be a 19 to hit. That'll hit, yeah, yeah. Four, phew, 10 force damage, max damage, nice. all right. That's great. Next blast will be a 24 to hit. Yeah, baby. Man, Heavy's rolling the heat tonight. Or two force damage. Never mind. Awesome. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, so that was your action. Anything else you want to do? Uh, no, that'll be it. We'll save okay. everything else. All right. Well, then it is Amarok's turn next. Oh yes, of course. Um, let's give. Let's continue to give the help action to Nari. Okay, perfect. All right, Roos, it's your turn. You've got um, you've got uh, a Nagaet kind of to the west of you, and one to the east of you that's being attacked by Nari and this frog fella, as well as one a little bit further to the south that Ebby and Pine are attacking. Yeah, I am, in order to maximize my damage, I'm going to disengage with the one that I'm fighting here and run south and west to the one that um, Pine and Ebby are fighting. Nice. And I got a 15 to hit. That will barely hit, yeah. For 7 piercing, 2 necrotic, 7 sneak for 16 damage. Wow, nice hit. And that will be my turn. Okay. Well, that now brings us to the Naga Ets again. All right. We have got one of them is moving up to attack Nari. One of them is groveling. And then the third one gets to um, choose between three different targets. So first off, can one I just attacking... say that the Naga Ets sounds like a 50s doo-wop group? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would like to see that. Ponytails and they're wearing pink, pink bikinis. And um, yeah, you're not quite sure how to feel about these guys. They were um, laying down a track when we came in. <laughs> <laughs> the organ recital was going to be killer. Yeah, yes, like, yes, that organ recital. Here we go. Two attacks against Nari. Um, a, oh, a, an 11 or a 10. I don't think either of those are going to hit you. Um, nope. The second Nagaet will um, kind of go from that attacking, uh, you know, claws out, angry look to suddenly um, she can't really kneel because her lower half is a snake, but she does 
kind of bow her head in front of Nari and this frog fella. And the third one is going to uh, take some swings at, looks like Pine. Pine, you've got two attacks coming your way. Um, ooh, golly. We have got a 21 and we've got a natural 20. That is that going they will to be... both hit, but the natural 20 is not a crit because of my, we talked about it last time, adamantine right. armor, which is my uh, officer's jacket. That's right. Perfect. Okay. Well, we've got claws coming at you for 2d8 plus 3. That is going to be 17 damage. And then Oof. we've got a bite coming at you for 5 plus 3 for their 8 damage. So that's a total of uh, 24 25. damage. No, 17 plus 8 is 25. 20, 17 plus 8 is 25 damage. Thank you for being honest. <laughs> All right. I just, I just know my math. <laughs> there you go. I practice my timetables too. Um, okay, Nari, you're up. You've got a Naga at behind you trying to swipe at you, and you've got this other one in front of you who is just ripe for the taking. I am going to let our new froggy boy friend uh, take care of the one who is kneeling. I can assume that he can handle that. Wait a second. Um, and you have a boyfriend? What about Kira? Yeah, Kira's not going to like this. <laughs> She's going to be jealous. <laughs> I said our froggy friend. You said froggy boyfriend. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> it's like a Freudian slip there. Oh, yes, it's totally a Freudian sex. I mean slip. <laughs> All right. So you're going to attack the one behind you that just uh, just tried to swipe at you? I will, yeah. So that okay. is a 28 to hit for 13 damage. Perfect. And then I will come in again with a 12 to hit, and I will use um, Amarok's help on that, just just in case. Okay. But it was also a 12 to hit. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's, that's gonna be a miss. Heck. Okay. Okay, um, I think I'll just leave it at that for now. All right, uh, Froggy Boyfriend, it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> For the queen. Okay, it was Froggy Boy. Froggy boy, B-O-I, one word, and then friend. Oh, yeah, I mean, you can spin it any way you want yeah, to. It's fine. I mean, it's... We all heard what we heard. He was a froggy boy. <laughs> <laughs> Frog's over here, like, with his big eyes, just, like, glancing back at everybody, and, like, his his cheeks are just ever more darker green. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also has that nice little, like, uh, tentacly mustache type thing that he's got yeah, on his right. face, too. Oh, yeah, I all forgot right. about that. He is debonair. All right. Well, you get advantage on these strikes against this Nagaet that is kneeling. So uh, Frog takes his sword and uh, points it to the air and says, For the queen! And he's going to bring it down uh, with a wrathful smite. Ooh. And uh, strike down to uh, end this Nagaet. Uh, so he's going to uh, strike... Ooh. Okay. Uh, for 14. But with advantage, right? With advantage, yes. So I'll, I'll go again. Uh, so 22, actually. Perfect. Yeah, roll some damage then. Okay, so... Okay, so 8 damage from the sword, and then Wrathful Smite is an extra 1d6. And... Oh, okay, well... An extra 1 damage! Uh, but uh, well, it here, does... Here, here's the deal. An extra one damage. You guys have now dealt 52 damage to this Nagaet, and 52 damage is exactly the number of hit points that these Nagaets have. 
and this Nugget falls down dead in front of you. Or actually, falls down dead and then disappears, I guess. Hell yeah, froggy boy. Pine sees this and says, Whoa, the Swordmaster's amazing. He dealt just enough damage to kill it. <laughs> truly, <laughs> truly he's an expert. I am accurate. That was all planned. <laughs> it was all planned. Did he need to lick it first, though? Like, he shot yeah. his tongue out at the creature and then slashed it. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> Mind your business. Mind your business. Awesome. Well, Froggy, uh, Froggy uh, boyfriend has uh, a move and an action. Uh, one more attack if they want to take it. Yes, uh, and so with that, Froggy Boyfriend is going to jump and do a whole front flip over Nari and the Nagaette to the okay. other side of, of the Naga and uh, is going to take a slash at that one. Okay. That's 16 to hit. That will hit. Perfect. Okay, and seven damage. All right, good round. There are now uh, two Nagaets that are gone, and there are two Nagaets that have been hurt. And we are back up to the top of the round with Pine. Pine, you and Roos and Ebi are surrounding this Nagaet. Okay, so Pine will say, Hey, swordsman, check this one out. And he's going to take a couple strikes at this Nagaet. A natural 20. Oh! Oh, Ooh, oh! Mic drop. Impressive. Most impressive. That will be 19 plus 14. So that's 23 already. Okay, Um. so that's 23. And you are about to say something else before this Naga disappears. And you don't have time to take any more strikes. That was a huge hit. I'll say, I'll say... <laughs> you get the idea. Unleash precision. No, 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 no. I didn't finish it. It doesn't count. doesn't count. I still have the spell slot. <laughs> and then so I'll come up to the one that he's that uh, the frog is currently fighting and I'll say, okay, go check this one out. And I'll do another strike with my okay. officer saber. Uh, that's a 16 to hit. That will hit. Uh, for only seven. <laughs> for only seven. <laughs> okay. Perfect. All right. Uh, this one is bloodied now as well. Okay. Ebby, you are up. Woohoo! Okay, Ebby is going to turn around and instead of channeling Luca, he is going to channel Robo for this one. And he is going to rocket punch out with one of his fists um, to attack this Nagaet. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, uh, only a 12. Wow, I, I have a plus 10, so I rolled a 2 on oh, that. Oh, gosh. Hey, it so, happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> it happens to the pine of us. I mean, the rest of us. Oh. oh. Burn. Ooh, wicked burn. <laughs> wicked. Um. <laughs> hey, guys, come on. <laughs> I did buy you that cream, at least. <laughs> yeah. True. Um, but, yeah, so I, I, yeah, totally whiffed with that punch. Okay. Well, are you going to do anything else, or is it Amarok's turn? Uh, no, we'll let it be Amarok's turn. Okay. And Amarok will um, continue to... I mean, that's so boring to keep doing that. Amarok is going to go ahead and have an attack against this thing. Ooh. Come on, Amarok. A 21 to, to that, bite. That will mm -hmm. hit, yes. And the bite will do max damage, 7 damage... Okay. And then she needs to make a DC 11 constitution save. Okay. So she's not immune to poison, um, which doesn't make sense. But uh, let's see. DC what? Constitution <laughs> save? DC 11. 
Uh, rolled a 19 natural, so uh, uh, okay. she is fine. So she would t- only take half of this, it says, then. Okay. Um, okay. Which I rolled super terrible on the 3d6. Okay. And I only rolled a five, so she would only oh, take two gosh. damage. Oh, all right, so, uh, all right, there we go. Very good. All right, Roos, it is your turn. You are kind of still over with Ebby um, where this last Nagaet went down. Uh, there's, another, there's only one left further north by the altar, and it is surrounded by your allies. All right, Roos is going to come up and join uh, Mr. Pine and Nari in between the two of them and attack out at this Nagaet. Quick, do a triple tech. <laughs> Wish I should have. Might have, might have rolled better. I got a 13 on my first one. Ah, oh, that's a miss. And then bonus action, I'll come in again, and I got a 23 that time. That'll hit. For six piercing, three necrotic, and 15 sneak uh, for 24 damage. <laughs> Holy oh my cow. gosh. Oh, nice. This Naga is just about to get her turn before she disappears. And then everybody kind of pumps their fist and uh, turns around and looks over their crossbow at you, all cute. And what does Luca do? Oh, she and fixes their glasses. That's right. Yeah. And like kind of spins and fixes the glasses. Oh, and then like and then like flexes your muscle and the bicep is cartoonly too big. I know it gets like huge. <laughs> yes, it's it's a little bit disturbing. I think it might be some kind of infection. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> All right. Cue victory music. All right. You guys are here in this chapel, in this cathedral, and uh, it looks like there's an altar, there's an organ, and that's it. You did find this crest with the uh, with the royal symbol on it, and here's this um, froggy boyfriend that you guys uh, have just met. Well, you are a handsome fellow. Look at those eyes. I could get lost in those eyes. <laughs> those biceps, though. <laughs> yes, and the sword sir. skills, I must say. It's, uh, yes, uh, th- those two, but those biceps... Oof. And the you know, whiskers. Roos, can I just say, I think his mustache is uh, rivaling yours a little I, bit here. I'm I'm jealous. I wish <laughs> I had face whiskers. Like, made out of your flesh. Right? <laughs> yes, yeah. Made out of real flesh, right? <laughs> yes. I I'm think sorry. that would look handsome. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about you. What? What's your name, sir? Do we call you Froggy Boy? Just Frog, I think. Oh, sorry. I thought Nari's name was going to stick. <laughs> what are you here for? Like, we... Apparently, we're here to save the, the queen, I think. Right? Yes. I am here to save the queen. Uh, what brings you here to the cathedral? I think we're here on the same mission. Sometimes we just wake up and we don't know where we are and we have to help people and then we go back home. It's exhausting. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'll say that sounds... Uh, that sounds disorienting, certainly. Uh, where do you come from? Are you from around here? I, I don't recognize you at all. I'm from Menorest. Ooh. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I'm just going to assume you know where that is. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to be polite and uh, act like I do. <laughs> well, why don't we have an investigator around this area to see what we can find? Yes, mayhap a, a hidden door looks nigh. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. All right. <sighs> All right. Let's search the environs. <laughs> Dari will go grab that shiny, like, emblem that she found. Perfect. Um, and kind of, like, hold that out and say, do you, do you recognize this, Mr. Froggy? Well, as a frog. Mr. Frog. <laughs> yes. Fro- just frog, I think. Uh, 
I do, indeed. I have one myself. And I kind of pull back my sage cloak, and I have sort of like a, a brooch of the same uh, symbol or the same seal of the Guardia Castle. And I'll say, this is the seal of the Guardia royal family. Hmm. Pine will go over and start picking through the clothes that the nuns ripped off. Um, not perving out, just like looking for like a key or something. <laughs> All right. Mm, this one smells nice. <laughs> Roos has played this game before, and he's over by the piano. Uh, yeah, the organ. All right. What, what's Roos going to do? Roos is going to start playing some notes. Okay. Um, I'm going to switch games here for a second. You uh, play a couple notes, blink, blonk, blink. Then you turn around, you flex your muscles, and it says, you got better at piano. <laughs> Anybody know that game at all? Yes. <laughs> okay. And if you got all of them, you got, like, really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I tried. I, I couldn't finish that game. Anyway, awesome. As you plunk along on the, on the organ, um, suddenly up in the northeast corner of the room, a door <laughs> appears. Did I do it? I believe our way has presented itself. Shall we continue? Huzzah, let's go. To the queen. Frog is going to turn towards the camera that doesn't exist and flex his muscle again. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Remind the Guardia Castle. What's this queen's name again? This is Queen Lien. She is the great queen of this land. I can't believe that you wouldn't know her. I've heard of her. I think she has a striking resemblance to all of her ancestors and family members. Yes, it, it's a little it bit is disturbing. uncanny. Yes, <laughs> it's almost as if there's no genetic variance. It makes in you all wonder who the fathers children. are. Um, yeah, <laughs> little pixelated. We believe strongly in the family chain, <laughs> or how many generations until they start having some real birth defects. Oh, Never you God. mind that. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys go through the door and enter into this hallway. This hallway runs east and west, and um, it's lit with some candles on the walls. You can see that on the north wall, right kind of straight ahead as you come into this hallway, there's a door straight ahead. And then at the far end of the hall, there's another door heading north. But at that end, you see that there are these three kind of demonish gargoyle looking creatures that are kind of walking along. And every once in a while, they'll like, spin and do like a a hurricane kick from Street Fighter, you know, that like Ryu and Ken do. Um, And they're just kind of over there in that corner. They don't seem to have noticed you yet. We we may want to be a little bit sneaky then. Yeah, I mean, look at the way they're spinning. Like, those kicks look like they would hurt. All right, so there's the door straight ahead, and then there is um, there are is the door at the far end, but there are these kind of three Diablos, is what we'll call them, that are um, are at the other end of that hallway. So Roos is gonna Roos is gonna call out to Squire. Hey Squire, um, can you make us like quieter? Like mask the sound of our footsteps for a minute, and for the next hour, everyone gets to add plus ten to their stealth checks. Oh my wow. gosh! Wow, damn, that's, that's nice. That's Whoa. fantastic. That's way cool. Oh my gosh, Squire, hide my tracks. That's we did. fantastic. <laughs> we do have to stay close to you though. Maybe a little closer than I like. Yeah, s- sorry. <laughs> I tease. It's 30 I tease. feet. That's plenty of space. All right. Well, very good. What are you guys going to do? You guys going to sneak through this door straight ahead? Sounds like a plan. 
I think so. Let's see what's through there. Okay. That looks like it's where those uh, those creatures are guarding. I think that that seems like a reasonable plan of action. All right. Who's going to open the door? Looks like Ebby is. Ebby, Ebby will run right up and go for it. Ebby's <laughs> already through the door. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Ebby, this room that you have entered is symmetrical. You are on the far east side of the room. And on the far west side of the room, there's another staircase going up to an equal, uh, like a mirror uh, image landing and you can see that straight ahead up the top of the stairs there is a door but then running down the middle of the room north and south there is like this red carpet um procession that goes up uh further to the north you can see there are two more of these diablo um gargoyle looking guys and then you can also see just the corner of a couple of snakes that are um slithering around in the middle of the room wait wait more of those nuggets or like Snake snakes. No, no. These are straight up snakes. In fact, if you were to pick something that they'd look like, you would say maybe Ekans from a uh, uh, Pokemon, but wearing like a little collar with a little like like a little white collar. I, that's it. I always pictured them as snakes with like a collar and a little tie. I don't know if that's <laughs> just me, the way that I looked at the sprites, but that's how they always looked to me. So like a snaky boy. Yeah, sure. <gasps> we'll call them. We'll call them Nashers. They're handsome little snakes. There you go. All right. If you guys are going to be sneaky, I'm going to need some stealth checks. Okay, so with a plus 10, Pine rolled a 21. With a plus 10, Roos also got a 21. With a plus 10, Ebby has a disadvantage because of half plate. (laughs) Um, So he rolled a 5, but with his plus 10, he's at 15. And Nari got a 19. Ooh. And uh, Frog got a 14. Okay. Let's see what these guys' passive perception is. I don't usually pick very good. Oh, 13 for that guy. And it looks like 12. Okay, you know what? Um, You are sneaking. As long as you guys don't get too close to these monsters, it looks like you should be able to sneak past them. So the staircase going up straight in front of you, there's a door, but then the landing... um, up these staircases kind of wraps around and it looks like there might be more back behind this uh, this section of the room. I'll take up the rear. Bruce, you go go ahead. I'll take up the rear. Alright. Come on, Emmy, let's go. Shall we see any of the rooms upstairs or try and sneak by on the first floor? This cathedral is pretty tall, so would they be keeping her in a high tower or would they be keeping her in like a, a, a catacomb basement thing? I, I imagine that they would keep her in a high place, but uh, I admit I, I shall not know. It seems like a pretty straight shot. <laughs> yeah, I've played this one before. It's down this hallway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where are you guys going to go? I will follow Roos. He seems confident. So Literally just going to say that. <laughs> um, are we sneaking past? Here's the deal, guys. This is D&D. This is not... Um, the actual Super Nintendo game. So in the Super Nintendo game, if you go up on the landing, you can't jump over banisters. In D&D, jump all you want. Just a heads up. Cool. All right. Oh, okay, okay. Follow me. And Roos will go up to this door and open the door. Okay. All right. Frog is going to jump up on top of the uh, banister and follow next to him. Okay, cool. Roos, you open the door. And as you open the door, you look straight ahead and you see this dinner table. And sitting at the dinner table straight across from you, 
there is another one of these Nagaets. And next to this Nagaet, you see this kind of turtle guy with like blue, a blue shell and a blue helmet. Um, and he's kind of, um, he's kind of big and, and burly looking. And then um, right uh, across the table from the big burly guy, you see another one of these Diablos. The Diablo who's right there kind of by the door turns to you and goes, uh, hey, what's with the disguise? No need for them here. It's almost my shift. I hate pretending to be human. It's so repulsive. <laughs> Humans are the worst. Yeah. Can't wait to get this skin off of me. Tell me about it. That skin is the worst. <laughs> the one person who doesn't have skin. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, they're just going to sit there eating. All right. Hey, come on in. Grab some food. Well, what are you having? Um, the Nagaet says, um, uh, Babies? Human <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. babies! <laughs> the ones we ate recently weren't so bad, and those two soldiers we caught look rather plump and juicy. Hmm. Well, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> Big gulps, huh? <laughs> as you walk, as you turn around, the Diablo says, Well, I'll look in on Magus' statue before my shift. And then the Diablo is actually going to walk out with you. Oh. Um, as he walks back out onto the landing, um, you can see him um, go along the landing to a little bit further to the west. And then he heads north along this landing that kind of runs um, uh, up over, looking over the central hallway. Um, Roos, as you turn around to watch to see where he goes, you see him turn down a hallway again, heading in towards the east, and then disappear in a doorway. Okay. All right, follow me this way, guys. And Roos is going to head down the the hallway. Not not the hallway that he went down, but past him further gotcha. into the room. It sounds like they may be uh, keeping some guards in here. Did you hear him say that? One of these rooms, they may have kept some of the survivors. We'll have to keep our eyes out. Yes, I have my thoughts exactly. Maybe we should jump him. All right. Very good. You guys are all up here on this balcony now? It looks like Pine and Ebby are still kind of hanging out down in this other hallway. They're going to get hurricane kicked. I'm waiting for Ebby to move. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. No, I think we all just follow along then, right? Bruce, Bruce, you're in the lead. And again, I'll bring up the rear. Yeah, Roos seems to know where he's going. Roos is going to come to the end of this balcony okay. and point to the door right here. Okay, yeah, as you guys uh, go along this balcony that kind of um, is uh, up over the this central hallway, um, the central hallway is kind of wide. It's like 20 feet wide and like 80 feet long. And at the end of the hallway, the north end of the hallway, you see these big double doors. Um, there are some of these snakes who are like slithering around in here, kind of protecting it, but they have not noticed you yet. Should we try to sneak past them, or do, you, do we want to fight? I mean, I think if we can keep sneaking, that, that makes sense to me. Agreed. Okay, you guys are going to be moving very, very close to them, so I'm going to need another stealth check. Do we have to make, like, an acrobatics to jump down or something, too? Um, it's not that far down, and uh, so that's, that shouldn't be... This is more like to just stay quiet as you, as you hit the ground. Do we still get the plus 10? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, nice. Ebby, you can't roll at all. Bruce uh, <laughs> is gonna pat Ebby's shoulder and and say, um, Squire can give you just a little bit extra help, and it would Yay. give you it would normally give you advantage, but now it's just your first roll. Okay, perfect. So Ebby uh, got a seventeen, then. Okay, Pine got a twenty-four. Bruce got a thirty-six. 
36, whoa. Yeah, damn, that's impressive, dude. <laughs> Nari got a 19. What did uh, Frog get? Okay, so 27. All right, well, awesome stealth rolls. Um, it looks like the lowest is gonna be a 17 from Ebby, and that is definitely more than the uh, passive perception of these snakes. So you guys are all gonna kind of jump down and go into that northernmost doorway. Um, yep, um, that's the plan. Um, yeah. Okay. You guys skip past this entire map that I made, including having all of the dialogue ready for everybody. Um, <laughs> it was going to be great, but that's okay. Um, as you open the door very, very slowly. I'm glad we hit you... the best room, though. Yes. You can tell how okay it is by the fact that he's brought it up twice. What, the dialogue that I had all prepared? I had to listen to a, um, a playthrough, um, basically... Every time dialogue came up, I had to pause it and write it all out and everything. It's all good. I love what I do. You guys enter into this large um, kind of circular room uh, here at the end of the cathedral. In it, you can actually hear somebody calling out. You hear a voice say, prepare yourself, Queen Leanne. You, how did you get in here? And you can see at the end of this room, you see this desk and you see um, in front of it is this woman dressed very, very nicely in this white dress. And at the other end, on the um, other side of the desk, you see this old man with this big kind of green hat um, and a white beard. And um, somehow you know that this is the chancellor, um, the chancellor who works in the castle. And this this attractive woman in the white dress, uh, this is Queen Lien. You are in this room. You can see this queen turns around and looks at you. And this chancellor is standing behind the desk. Um, uh, and they just stand there <laughs> waiting for you guys to do something as, as is done in Super Nintendo games. Frog is going to jump forward and say, my queen, I've come, I've come to save thee. You see Lien say, Frog, be careful. And then she is going to run past you towards the door. Oh, I wouldn't go out there. There's like all kinds of talking snakes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we literally didn't fight anybody. We just, like, walked past them all. Apparently, they eat people. Ooh, she's going to die. Ooh. Yeah, thinking about it now, that was maybe a bad idea. <laughs> she just stands there and waits. She's going to wait for you. She's like, I guess I'll stay here. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, as you guys are standing there, you see the chancellor come around the desk, and he looks at you all. He seems uh, angry. He says... <laughs> it's useless to fight no one will leave here alive stupid frog it's time you jumped off this mortal coil true form change and then lightning starts zapping all around his body and then you hear him say reverts to yakra which would make more sense if you guys had talked to anybody else about yakra or anything in the cathedral but anyway here is yakra and he changes his shape he doubles in size, and he is this kind of weird beetle bull type of thing, which when I actually looked at the sprite, I realized I was looking at it all wrong. Um, I was looking at the sprite, and the horns I thought were his eyes, and he was like a mole man type thing. But no, he's like this bull beetle thing with little claws for legs. Would you say he's a uh, big bad beetle bull? Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I think I would. And we are going to roll initiative. I got an 18. Roos also got an 18. Uh, 20. That's 
right. Evie got a two. Oh, jeez. Uh, Pine got a 14. 17. All right. Uh, Amarok got a 14. Well, Yakra rolled a natural two. Let's see. Um, Let's see if we can kill him before he goes again. Yeah. I have level three smites now, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Can we do an X-cut thing? Is that what it was called? X-cut? <laughs> yep. Yes, that was it was called X-cut. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Yakra got a three. Or a frog stomp. All right. <laughs> a frog stomp was the worst. Just a giant frog jumping, dropping down. Wasn't his heel called, like, slurp? Yep. Or something? Yes, it was. It sure was. Yeah. No, we're talking, like, French kissing and everything. Oh, yikes. Hey, you know, whatever works. All right. Well, here we go. We are up at the top of the initiative with Nari or Roos. Who wants to go first? I feel like Roos was the one who really led us here, so he should go first. <laughs> it's just because I played this recently with my son. Okay, so um, here's the deal. At this point, you are about, I don't know, 60 or 70 feet away from Yakra. And yes, I did make the map bigger than in the game. I tried to make it a little bit more real to scale type of thing, and also to add some more challenge. But Yakra is stomping in place as Roos. It is your turn. All right, Roos is going to run forward about uh, 20 feet to stand right in front of uh, Frog. Okay. And he's going to um, he's going to say Alright, Ancestors, can you guide the swords of my friends here? And he's going to do Ancestral Guidance. And so Frog, Nari, and Mr. Pine can roll a d4 for all of their attack rolls and add that to their attack rolls. Oh, fantastic. That's awesome. Yes. Many thanks, friend. Hey. (laughs) Well, I didn't get it either. (laughs) Okay. And that will be my turn. All right. Well, very cool. Okay, Nari, it's your turn. All right. So is he, he's too far away for me to run up on just casually, right? It's going to take a dash action to get to him. You can wait for him to get to you. Okay, yeah, I think Nari will come up kind of by Roos then and will just hold an action. So as soon as he gets within range, she will attack with her axe. Okay. And that brings us now to Frog. Uh, so Frog is going to hold his sword out, pointing straight at it. Foul beast, we trusted you and you were the monster the whole time. I will do um, Abjur and an enemy, which would be, um, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw 15. Uh, fiends and undead have disadvantage on this saving throw. I don't know if that applies. Does not apply. Um, wisdom save is, uh, let's see. Dari's gonna whisper to Roos, they trusted the sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wisdom save was a roll of 14, and uh, so that's a 16. Oh, dang it. So he, he saves. Okay. As a bonus action, I will do Compelled Duel. So uh, one creature you can see within range must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. Uh, the creature is drawn to you, compelled by your divine demand. Uh, and so that, again, is a wisdom 15. That was a... So rolled a natural 15, so that's a 17 this time. Sorry. Well. All doesn't roll low, like, ever. FYI. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the big bad. All right. Is that is that it then for Frog? That is it. I am going to stand there impotent. Okay. 
fine. Don't we all, though, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just happens with age. Yeah. I mean, you can't really... <laughs> Uh, okay, so Pine is going to move forward his full 35 feet, kind of to, he's on the west side of the room, so just a little bit to the um, the monster, the, the creature is just to his right a little bit, about okay. 15 feet away. That's as far as I can move right now. I'm going to go ahead and with my, um, with my uh, bonus action, I'm going to say, Peel Marshal, sir, I ask your aid. And throw out Kenny's S-Doc, and I rolled a 12. A 12? A 12 will not hit. This guy is beefy. It looks like his, kind of his chitinous body is uh, some natural armor. Okay. And then I'm going to, for my for my action, though, I am going to hold an attack action in case he comes at me. Okay. You see, as you are holding this action, and Kenny's S-Doc goes swiping at him, you see these, like, these uh, kind of... Uh, uh, not pustules, but almost like these little holes, these little like um, gross little suction cup things on his back start to pulse. And it looks like he's getting ready for something. All right, Ebby, it is your turn. Um, I think actually it's Amarox because Ebby got a two on his initiative. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, I'm going to have Amarok come right on up and try and do a bite attack. Okay. Because why not? Sure. He's feeling frisky. He's feeling bold. He's brave to put that in his mouth. A 10 to bite. That will definitely miss. Total whiff. And that's all Amarok can do. All right. Which now brings us to Yakra. Yakra is going to come towards the closest opponent that he has and charge at Pine. He even calls out, Drow! And he's going to <laughs> clobber you two times or try Except to. that I get to attack him as he approaches me. <gasps> yes, you do. Okay. First it's a natural 20. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, deal some damage. Okay, so. Oh, wait, how, first... What level smites do you have? No, level three smites? I have level oh. three smites. Okay. okay. Um, so, uh, first off, uh, my, first, my just my blade will do, on my first attack, will do 16 plus 14. So that's 30. And then I will say, Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury, level three. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that's. That's um, 8d8. <laughs> oh my gosh. Big money, no mm-hmm. whammy. Big money, no whammy. Right? Because it's because it's 4d8 for a level 3, right? Yeah, it's 4d8. Mm-hmm. Then you double it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Put a little sauce on it. 36 more damage. I rolled two wounds. <sighs> oh there. my goodness. That is 66 damage with one hit. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who says I'll... old men can't learn new tricks? Well, apparently only in non-canon adventures do I actually hit hard. Um, <laughs> and then my second one, uh, so let's make that a... Uh, uh, it, I rolled a 14, but I'm going to use my... You can um, roll a d4. Oh, me. yes. I'll, I'll use the... I'll roll the d4. Really quick. Uh, 17 to hit. I'm still not sure that's going to hit, so I'm going to go ahead and use my uh, disciplined focus add 10 to that so that's a that's gonna be a 27 okay perfect 27 will hit and then the damage will be 13 plus we'll just do a level one no a level a level two um and i'll say unleash with precision sword message fury again (laughs) and uh that's another 12 damage that's uh 25 damage for my second attack oh my gosh holy cow so if my math is correct you're the only one who's hit this guy so far and you did 91 damage. 
Okay. Okay. Well, I'm ready to take some damage though too. So he can attack well, me. Well, um, yeah. So he attacked you, um, and he got a um, a 13 and a 17. Um, uh, neither one will hit. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, and then also because you hit him, he's going to use a reaction, um, and he is going to say "draw," and he's going to come charging at you and make one extra attack. Um, for let me see, does that actually? So that is gonna be 22 to hit. That will hit me, yes. Okay, and that will be now, that's gonna be 14 plus four, that's gonna be 18 damage, and I need you to make a strength saving throw. Okay, that will be uh, a 20, a dirty 20. Okay. You feel him try to knock you over as he comes charging at you. Um, he actually kind of runs around the room and knocks you over, or tries to, but then he comes right back to the same spot he was in. Um, you managed to keep your feet. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ebby, it is your turn. I'll, I'll yell out, come on over, everybody. Seems like kind of a pushover. <laughs> nice. Um, Ebby will go ahead and move his 30. We'll come okay. right up to there. Why not? Okay. So I'm kind of heading over to the um, east side of the room a little bit. And... Ebby is going to, <laughs> um, I guess the first thing he'll do is he will use, a, uh, he will deploy the unicorn totem. Okay. Perfect. Right to the um, middle of the room. I'm going to say something real quick. Um, I, he actually gets three attacks. Oh. Are you guys okay with me doing the third attack? Oh, please do. Please yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Okay. Um, thank you. I appreciate that. A third attack coming at Pine. We have, ooh, ooh a 27 to hit. This is going to be the, um, not the one that tried to knock you prone. This is a different attack. Okay. And it will be for 18 damage. Ooh, I am hurting. Yes, and uh, I took damage at first. Yeah, I'm down to 15 hit points. That's not the only thing this guy can do. Okay. So Unicorn Totem deployed by Ebby. Yes. And then Ebby is going to twirl around and kind of blow a kiss and it's going to float over towards Pine. <laughs> and we're <laughs> we're gonna do a a love second it. level Erdos's word on Pine. I love that you are everybody everybody. I'm gonna be be everybody in the entire <laughs> game. I'll heal Pine for 11 points of healing, and then everybody in the group will get healed for an extra six because of the new being Druid level six. Oh, level nine. All right. Very good. Okay. Roos, it is your turn. We are back up at the top of the round. All right. Roos is going to run up and stand opposite Mr. Pine from this okay. creature, Yakra, and he's going to start attacking. Okay. The first one is a 21 to hit. That will hit. For seven piercing, two necrotic, 12 sneak attack for 21 total. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and as you do that, then he goes, and he comes charging at you. Um, and you, uh, he gets a 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, let me do some quick math. I am terrible at this part. All right, uh, 2d8 plus four to you, Roos. That is going to be a total of 12 damage. Okay, I'm gonna ha I'm gonna use my reaction and have Squire cut that in half. Okay. I will have to do a concentration check though. 
Yeah, go ahead and make that. Let's uh, just... Uh... So, what, it was 12 damage, so 10. Concentration, 10. Got a 13, so... Well, the, you can uh... add 4 to that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Cool. Well, you're golden. It's all good. Cool. All right. And then for the second half, or uh, the one last thing, I'm going to grab Gigi out of my pocket, and I'm going to throw her over to Mr. Pine and say, go drop him off a little bit of leaven and give an additional six healing to Mr. Pine. More kisses. Hmm. Nice. Okay. And that will be my turn. All right. And now that brings us to Nari. All right, Nari is going to run up to this creature and she is going to whack him with her axe. Okay. And that's an 11 to hit. Roll the d4, but it probably won't matter. I, I, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, you can't hit with even with the, even with the plus four. So oh, that okay. attack is going to miss. Okay, well then I'm going to, I am going to use my superiority dice and uh, throw another d8 on there. Okay, well why don't you roll the d4 then as well. Total of 18. And that will miss. Ooh. <laughs> okay, she's gonna go in again with her axe, and that was not great. Okay, that wasn't that one. Oh that no! One. Oh gosh! This guy's ready to say "Drew" and charge at you, but then he kind of steps back. Oh, you, you missed. Never mind. Yeah. It's a little embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that it for your turn? Uh, you know, we're in the big bad, yeah. All action, charge. That that seems reasonable since I didn't hit. Um, yeah, I was really excited to come in at this guy. Okay, cool. So a 28 to hit. No, that'll hit. And that's going to do 12 damage, and I am also going to use my superiority die to... Um, well, disarm him is technically what it is, but attack him again. Okay. On top of that, so for an extra 7 damage... Yeah, there's nothing to disarm on this guy. It's all natural weapons, so... Okay, yeah, this guy's looking like he's taking quite a beating. Cool, and then 27 to hit for the second time. That will hit. Wait, if I roll a 1 for damage, though, I get to re-roll it, right? You get to re-roll and then take the next result, yep. Nice, okay, cool. Let's see what we get there. Slightly better, 11. All right. So 11 damage, and I will use my Axe of the Adjudicator, and I will say, uh, grovel before me. Um, so here's the deal. He tried to attack you back both times. He did say Drew and charge at you. And uh, with a, an 11 and a 15, he missed you both times. Um, but you do the axe of the adjudicator and he rolled a two plus two for his wisdom save. Uh, so he rolled a four and he is gonna burn a leg legendary resistance. So it does not work. But he has one fewer legendary resistances. That is very true. What a fiend. <laughs> All right, Frog, it is your turn. All right, uh, Frog is going to uh, leap through the air and come through over to uh, next to Nari and in between Nari and Roos. Okay. And uh, Paul, just a quick kind of above the, the table question on this. Um, if, if casting haste, uh, am I able to then immediately take my uh, second action? Um, if you cast haste on yourself, I think that then that won't take effect until next round. And anybody else have a better ruling on that? So choose, yeah, choose a willing creature that you can see within range until the spell ends. The target speed is doubled. It gains plus two bonus. It has advantage on dexterity, and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. Uh, so yeah, it's certainly up to you how you want to rule that. 
Yeah, you know what? Let's let's roll with it. Yeah, yeah. If you cast it on yourself, then this turn you get that extra action. If you're gonna take the attack, though, it, it is only one swing. Cool. All right. So uh, uh, Frog calls out. Uh, I pray for speed, and then he's gonna uh, clasp his his sort of uh, pendant or the little brooch that he has for Guardia, and uh, a little bit of a glow comes off of it, and then uh, he is gonna kind of like start looking like he's shaking almost and he's gonna go ahead and swing uh on this dude and uh see if he can break him down <laughs> uh nat 20 okay Ooh. he's just flexing on us yeah yes. you know i mean that's what <laughs> yeah, you know does. i get it yeah yeah perfect uh, we're gonna get another smite from you too aren't we yes we are uh, that's 12 damage on the sword damage, and then on... Yeah, I love being crit on by two different paladins. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, a few ones there, but uh, 38 is the extra damage on that. Oh, my gosh. Feel my blade, fiend. Oh, my gosh. Okay, this Yakra is looking incredibly hurt. It's almost like Pine and Frog with their two crits they actually almost met in the middle and left a big line of red between them. <laughs> yes, we did um, the cross slash. Yay, cross slash. <laughs> oh, fantastic. It is now Pine's turn. Let's see if we can get a second round for this guy. Oh, wait, um, one last thing. As you attacked him and you did that big damage, he is going to try to get, oh my gosh. He tried to attack you again and uh, to get you back and uh, he rolled a natural three, which is only an 11 to hit. So he is going to miss. Pine, it is your turn. This guy is looking incredibly rough. Okay, first off, I'm going to bring in Kenneg Zestock. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and do that attack. 15 doesn't hit. Does not hit, no. Okay, well then I'm going to go ahead and, and take a couple swings with my officer's saber. Uh, 17 doesn't hit. And then 18 doesn't hit either. You can roll d4s. Roll d4s oh, on those. I get to roll d4s, shoot. Um, I don't get to roll with Kenneg Zestock, do I? Uh, not on Kinex Zestock, I don't think. Just okay, on your attack. So I rolled a 3 for the 17, so that's a 20. And then I rolled a 2 for the 18, so that's a 20. So two dirty 20s. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Okay, so that's a 14 uh, for the, the, the damage. And I will do a level... Mm, let's do a level 2 smite. <laughs> and I'll... Yeah. Unleash with precision, Swordmaster's Fury! Um, and that's another 11 damage. So that's 25 damage. As you, as you go to swing with your next attack, which would totally hit, this guy rears up on his hind legs and kind of, as he slowly turns purple and fades away and disappears. And you have destroyed Yakra way too easily. Cue <laughs> victory music. Yay! We saved the day, <laughs> I think. Uh, so Frog, do you do you have cemeteries here? It seems like everyone that dies just vanishes. <laughs> uh, we definitely do, but not for these beasts of magic. I don't know exactly what the story is there. I <laughs> I think if, it, if you're important to the narrative, then you your body stays behind, but otherwise... <laughs> <laughs> As you guys are having this very interesting conversation, 
uh, Queen Lien comes running up to you and she comes up to you, Frog, and she says, you came to rescue me. Thank you, Frog. I kneel down in front of her with my sword placed in front of her. Perfect. And she reaches out to place a hand on your shoulder and you can sense it's going to be a very, very touching moment, a great point of this game, but we'll have to see how that goes next time. Um, let's turn this game off and let's <laughs> thank you to our <laughs> guest player, Trevor. Thank you so much for staying up late and playing this game with us. Yeah. Woo! Thank you, Trevor. A pleasure. If you all like what we're doing, Go leave a rating and a review. Uh, tell your family and friends about us. Uh, you can go check out our Patreon as well. And uh, Trevor, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Anything going on that, or anything you like that you'd like to let our listeners know? Nothing to nothing to plug to these guys. But uh, <laughs> thank you for having me on. It was a pleasure, and uh, I look forward to listening to more of it. Oh, awesome. fantastic! Well, thank you, thank you very much for playing. Join our Discord. Go check out our Discord. We're on there a lot, answering questions, talking to people. There's some memes up there. There's some uh, some chit chat. There's some spoilers and uh, some it's hilarious been a lot of fun. TikToks. Yeah, the occasional <laughs> TikToks. <laughs> some hilarious TikToks. Yes. So yes. So um, go check out our Discord. You can even TikTok about us. I said that last time. I think I don't know. Anyway. Um, but anyway, if you guys like what we're doing, tell other people. And until we see you next time. We hope you have a great time.